So my friends and I came up with a term last week called Monday the 13th. July 13th was last Monday. And that's kind of when we started realizing that things were, were decisions were being made and things were looking pretty grim and pretty serious for the marching arts in the fall of 2020. We're going to go over it again. A lot of stuff happened last week and uh, we're going to try to frame the conversation. We're going to talk about it and then we're going to, we're going to see what's next up for us who love this activity. With that being said, good morning again, Daniel Valdez again. It's a pleasure to talk to you on this Sunday morning. I hope you had your barbacoa and big red. I sure did. Thank you so much for listening, whether you're listening on YouTube or all those uh, other podcast platforms. Thank you so much for your responses. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. So without further ado, let's get to it. Let's talk about it. Let's try to breathe a little bit. A lot of, uh, a lot of disappointing news last week, but, uh, it's our obligation to talk about it and, uh, try to figure out what's going on. So last week, aerosol study releases its results. I did a show about that last week. So if you want like a real layman's term, layman's explanation of what happened with that, check out last week's show. The link is up somewhere on the textadvance.com Facebook page. Uh, you can read through the entire study. Again, it's just preliminary results, but due to the unprecedented nature of this whole pandemic thing, uh, we got some sort of answers and a little bit of guidance. I'm sure more is to come in the next couple of weeks. So that happened. And then guess what? Later on in the day, on Monday, a bunch of Dallas-Fort Worth school districts announced, or their fine arts uh, coordinators announced that um, many of the marching bands are not going to be doing competitive shows this year, which in turn could pretty much means that a lot of programs in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, a lot of programs of note, a lot of very successful programs, especially a lot of programs on the rise, which I, which is going to hurt uh it's going to hurt everybody, but especially those programs on the rise that were really gaining momentum. It, it's, uh, you know, my friends and I have talked about that at length. Uh, a lot of those programs are not going to be competing this year. Uh, it was a very sad day. Uh, a lot of, I talked to some parents, I talked to some kids up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. They, the general reaction was not very surprising, but at the same time, that phone call um, doesn't hurt any less. Um, I don't know what that's like. All I can offer is empathy and well wishes. And and I'm thinking about all those kids that are not going to be able to, especially the seniors that are not going to be able to do that competitive, that real competitive aspect of the season, which drives a lot of programs to excellence. Um, it sucks. I mean, a lot of program. I mean, Keller ISD, Richardson ISD, I think McKinney ISD, Birdville ISD, a lot of programs up there, a lot of good programs up there are not going to be doing, be able to field uh, competitive shows this year. Doesn't mean the season's completely done. Obviously, you check and adjust, and you adapt to the situation as it changes. I know a lot of programs have already scrapped their 2020 shows, the originally planned shows, and they're going to just go with something completely different. You have to socially distance. Um, obviously, the demand is going to have to go way down especially with rehearsals being limited and, you know, all sorts of restrictions and just general safety guidelines. 
a lot of people in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that are involved with the marching arts are hurting right now, so we need to keep them in our thoughts and our hearts because a lot of kids need this. A lot of kids do well in school just so they can be in the band. Remember, it's no pass, no play here, so... Um, you know, it just it sucks. It sucks. So... Uh, a lot of programs up there went ahead and announced that uh, they were going to not field competitive shows, kind of give you maybe just an enhanced uh, pet band show on the field if football takes off, and even then that's still up in the air. Um, we'll see how that goes, but you know, keep keep the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, keep them in your thoughts, okay? So, of course, that happened Monday. Tuesday comes down. Travis County, Austin area, uh, says that no in-person instruction can happen until September 7th. That includes no band, includes no football, uh, that includes a lot of stuff. So now we're really seeing health authorities in these different counties and these major cities that are coming down. They're saying, hey, we don't think it's safe to be doing in-person instruction. Again, like I've said for the last couple of months, you don't want to be the district, you don't want to be the city, you don't want to be the organization that says they're going to go full force and is going to be lackadaisical in precautions and then kids get sick. Regardless of whether they get really sick, they have to be in the hospital or they're just like, hey, I've got a cough and i got to be indoors for 14 days. Regardless of the situation, from a public relations standpoint, you don't want to deal with it and especially with how quickly information can pass people's jobs would be on the line for that and I think educators and I think administrators are starting to realize that so Travis County says September 7th the earliest for in-person instruction and Dallas County ended up following up that on uh, on Thursday in the afternoon same thing can't start in-person instruction until the 8th uh, no football no band uh, you know, obviously you can do, I think you can still do online stuff, but as far as learning drill, uh, the August 1st shotgun start where you should, we can start learning contest drill. I don't see that really happening. A lot of programs, even a lot of programs have already said, Hey, we can, we're not going to be able to get back together by August 1st. We're going to need other, we're going to have to work out some sort of alternative. So there's that. San Antonio announced it last week too. Same thing. Uh, first week of September, all online. Uh, I believe that was announced Friday. I think all the school districts, pretty much the major school districts in San Antonio did the same thing. Houston, same thing too. So, a big blow to the marching arts, not being able to rehearse, not being able to get together. I know a lot of plans were in place before these announcements were uh, made about, okay, we're going to maybe just have half the band here, maybe we're going to have this program, these people here, we're going to break you up into these groups and do this. Um, and now you're having to readjust, the directors are having to readjust those plans again because in-person instruction is being halted for the time being. Then Wednesday comes around, and a big, big bombshell drops. Tournament of Roses Parade is being canceled January 1st, 2021. Tournament of Roses Parade just simply cannot go on. It's a very unique situation with the Rose Bowl Parade because these floats are all just, they're all man-made. There's a ton of flowers on them that requires a lot of teamwork, a lot of hours of preparation well in advance. 
a lot of close contact with people all the time and with the way things are going across the country um it's just not safe to do so so the rose bowl the, the rose bowl committee had to pull the plug on the tournament of roses parade i believe hebron this is the one that they were selected for at 2019 grand nationals uh for those of you who don't know you go to grand nationals and when you sign up there's actually a box you can check that says yes i want to be evaluated to go to the rose bowl parade or some other stuff you have to send in but when you send in the application you can literally say yes i want to be considered for the rose bowl parade i have full support of the band organization the band booster organization and admins and all that stuff then the tournament of the tournament of roses committee goes to grand nationals they pick a semi-finalist band that check the box and they present them with an with a personal invitation to the 2020 2020 the previous year the next year sorry the next year's rose bowl parade which would have been 2021 so hebron's trip is effectively canceled for the rose bowl parade uh that sucks i would have loved to see them uh, I watch the Rose Bowl Parade pretty much every year. I just love seeing that stuff. Um, the marching bands and the floats and all the organizations that participate in it. It's just not safe to do so uh, this year. Maybe there'll be a virtual thing that they show on television. I mean, they're going to have to show something on TV because, you know, advertisers. So um, we'll see how that goes. More to come. Uh, again, it's just it's kind of standard protocol now with something in the marching arts. You announce something, and then you try to come up with, um, you try to come, you announce plans later on, um, as you iron out details and whatnot. And again, everything's such a fluid situation with the marching arts in the fall of 2020, so I completely understand that. So that thing happened. Then Thursday, Dallas County says, hey, no in-person classes until after Labor Day. So that thing happens, and then later that Thursday... Later that Thursday, the news broke via the Indianapolis Star, newspaper up in Indianapolis. The um, the Indiana State's School Music Association, ISMA, um, basically Indiana's version of UIL, has already said that they're not going to be sponsoring any contests for the fall of 2020 season. So we have UIL here. That's the governing body for the state marching band contest. Indiana, they have uh, their state circuit, ISMA. Um, they have said that they're going to cancel their contests. They're not going to sponsor any contests for the fall of 2020. That's a big, 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 big deal. Um, as far as marching band being a top priority and a big deal... I mean, Indiana and Texas are one too, as far as uh, as far as uh, loyalty to the activity and um, really uh, being passionate about the activity and doing everything that you can in order to produce the best shows possible. Some very memorable pro- memorable programs out there. So, Indiana, no state contest this year. They have regionals. They have they, they call them semi-state. There's all sorts of stuff that uh, kind of like our region, our area, and our state contest. Uh, it, so their version of it is done. Now, from what I've heard, there are still some programs that want to still go forward with marching invitationals that they're going to put on their own, uh, you know, until local health organizations say, hey, you cannot do that. They are, they're free to do that as of right now. So we'll see how that goes. More news on that as it develops. But that was a big, big deal uh, that came down Thursday uh, evening that the Indiana State School Music Association 
is going to cancel its state contest. There are already several states, several circuits across the United States that have canceled marching band contests. Uh, everyone else has either altered it slightly, kind of like what Florida did, or they haven't decided what they're going to do yet. Um, so that remains to be seen. So obviously last week was a pretty big bummer all, and it affected like everywhere across the state. I mean, it wasn't just the Austin and Dallas area. It affected San Antonio, it affected the Valley, it affected Houston area, it affected out West Texas. I mean, everybody's, doesn't matter where you live in the state, uh, you're being affected by this. You really are. And it's, uh, it's difficult to deal with. Parents are still dealing, I mean, parents are on the phone crying and, and students are disappointed. Like I said, it doesn't, just because you expect it doesn't mean that phone call that says, hey, we're not going to be able to do a competitive season this year, it doesn't make that phone call any less hurtful. So I know there's a lot of difficult decisions, like I said, difficult decisions are going to be made. More difficult decisions are going to be made probably this week. We need, we're going to need answers from, well, I shouldn't say we need, um, we should expect answers from Bands of America and UIL very soon. Those are very different situations. We have to understand that. UIL is tied to the Texas state government. Bands of America is its own circuit. It goes across the entire United States. There's a lot of people to answer to. There's very different people to answer to when making these decisions. So I understand to a point. I understand to a point where you have to delay decisions and you got to ask, you got to see what this person's doing and you got to pop your head in this meeting and see what's going on here and people are popping their head in your meetings and I understand that to a point. But at the same time, the sooner these decisions are made, the better. Um just for just overall like I mean we've been inside forever <laughs> this this year sucks it really does but there's a lot of stress there's a lot of anxiety people are just I kind of equate this to what the baseball players were dealing with what the major league baseball players were dealing with they're going back and forth with Major League Baseball, the Players Association, they're going back and forth. They want to play 112 games. No, we want to play 50 games. No, we want to play 80 games. No, we want to do this. Are you going to test? Are you going to do this? Eventually, it got to the point where the players were like, just tell us when the hell we're going to play. Just tell us when to show up. Just tell us when to show up. And I think we're reaching that point now. I think we're reaching that point. Collectively, we're just like, just, just tell us where you want us. If we can't do contests, say so. If we can do contests, give us a little bit more information. Give us a little bit more guidance. Again, I understand the delay. I understand trying to consult with as many people to a point, especially here in Texas. This is a big, big state. There's a lot of people to answer to, not just in the metro areas, not just in the big cities. There's a lot of people to answer to. There's a lot of different philosophies not just a marching band, but there's a lot of different... I'm treading lightly here. 
I'm really try I'm really trying here. There's a lot of different philosophies on how to handle the pandemic. And if we can't get that right, what makes us think that there's going to be some sort of competitive season? It seems weird to talk about. It seems weird to talk about marching band. It does. It seems weird. You know, when you go to the store and some of the shelves aren't are halfway stocked. It seems weird to talk about marching band when people were furloughed and were told that they can't come back for a while. Or where people were able to open their restaurants or open their bars and open places of business and then they had to shut back down because of either lack of business or or, or some other reason. May their employees tested positive and, you know, that's that's bad public relations. It feels weird. It feels trivial to talk about this stuff. It does. Because it feels like there's so many... There's, there's bigger things going on in the world that we're trying to carve out our little slice of the pie that says, hey, we need this we need this too and yeah music is super important and that has to be done I'm not advocating against that if marching band gets cancelled completely and there's no football or anything like that I am begging you students I'm begging you students to keep up with music keep up with it there's a competitive aspect of it and we're, we love ranking stuff and we love looking at numbers and we love comparing this and we love voting on Instagram story. We all love that stuff. But true passion of this activity goes beyond numbers. True passion of music goes beyond ratings and it goes beyond all that stuff. It transcends it. And yeah, the, the roar of the crowd is partly why I love this activity. And if the season goes on some way, whether it happens in person or it happens virtually, it's going to be very difficult to pull that off. And it may be something that we don't experience this year. But at the same time, you can't give up on the art, the essence of the art, the essence of the activity, which is playing your horn. Don't give up on your instrument. And it's difficult to tell people that, well, if I'm going to be in, if I'm going to be, uh, if I'm going to be indoors all semester and I'm not going to play in the marching band, I'm not going to be able to do this, why am I going to keep my instrument? I understand that a lot of difficult decisions are going to be made. I understand. I've already, I've talked to a few people that, whose kids are saying, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to do band anymore. It breaks my heart. The world needs more artists. The world needs more musicians. The world needs people in charge who will support and champion those artists and musicians. So we're going to see how this, we're going to see what this week, you know, I'm rambling here. I fully get it, but it's like I'm almost running out of stuff to say because we're just waiting on decisions. We're waiting on people to talk to their health authorities or do whatever, talk to the tooth fairy or whatever the heck they need to do in order to, to, to give us a little bit more guidance. 
And August 1st is, what, 13 days away? That's the day where everybody's supposed to start drill. Now, of course, a lot of that stuff is not going to happen because local health authorities have shut everything down. It almost pains me to say... I don't know what to say. This is going to be so difficult for everybody involved. Everything's very much up in the air. Nobody really has any answers. And if they do, they come down very little at a time. I get it. I understand it. I absolutely get it. The only thing we can do as lovers of the activity is to just make sure everybody's safe, do what we need to do to protect ourselves, to protect our fellow men, to protect our fellow women, our children, our teachers, everybody. We need to do what we need to do to make sure that everybody is safe, both physically and mentally and emotionally. That's three. I don't know why I said both. The marching activity is going to look very different this year. I think we understand that. I think we know that. How different it's going to look and when we can all actually get together, that remains to be seen. I think you're going to get answers sooner than later, probably this week, of what's going to happen. And when, those, and when those answers come down, whether they're positive or negative, whether we get nothing or whether we get something, we're going to sit down, we're going to talk about it, we're going to look at the context, we're going to look at everything 360 as best as we can. I promise you that. I promised you that from the, the, since back in March. We're going to try to look at all angles of this as best as we can. But understand that it's very hard to do that when you're just so anxious and you're so wound up and you don't have answers and your kids, you're worried about your kids, you're worried about your job, you're worried about your family, you're worried about your neighbors. It feels trivial talking about this stuff. But I'll do it all day. Because this activity is very important to me. It's very important to a lot of people. And we need to continue fostering music education. We need to continue championing championing these musicians. By the way, TBA is going on right now, the virtual event. And I hear nothing but amazing things about what's going on. All sorts of guidance, all sorts of instruction from directors all across the state. Educators all across the state that want to help out, that want to see music education thrive and not just fall by the wayside because of, of the, the pandemic. We need music education now more than ever. And just because we may or may not have contests doesn't mean that we can just toss that big music education book into the river. No. We need to hold on to that tighter more than ever. So let's do it. Let's try to keep a positive attitude as best as we possibly can. I understand it's difficult. I understand it's hard. But we owe it to our kids. We owe it to the educators and teachers. We owe it to every single person that's invested even a second of their energy, their effort, and their passion into the marching arts. We owe it to them. So let's get after it. I'm done here. Uh, I will talk to you the second something else comes down. Until then, please take care of yourself. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your messages. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. I will talk to you soon. Until then, please take care of yourselves and please be safe. Take care, adios, bye-bye.